Welcome to episode 67 of Business, Arts and All That Jazz. And also, welcome to 2023. I'm so happy that you're joining me here because it's been a crazy few years. We know that. And now we're in this position where a lot of the restrictions are being dropped in a lot of countries and a lot of, you know, cities and, and, and regions across the country and the world. Sydney, Australia, all of our restrictions are pretty much dropped. So there's an actual sense of freedom. And now I feel like finally, after having a little bit of a, a standstill over the last couple of years during that whole COVID uh, dilemma, uh, we can actually move forward with with the things that we dreamed of. And it's not to say that we didn't do that over the last couple of years. We absolutely did. But now I feel that we can actually be a little bit more at ease and move forward with confidence and clarity. Now, my word for 2023 is actually clarity. And that's because I want this year to have a clear path to success, not just in my business, but in my life as well. So, with that comes clear intention and clear action, uh, which will result to clarity. And for me, that's what I want for this year. Okay. So I, I would love to know what your word of the year is. If you have a word of the year, please DM me, like find me on Instagram, Josephine Lane Cuba, and just DM me, private message me, and just tell me what is your word. And if you're feeling it, tell me why. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, It's really special and especially bringing in the new year with that encouragement and motivation and also that accountability. Like, let me know uh, what your word is and and I'd love to hear that too. So share that. Now, today's episode is called Don't Call It a Dream, Call It a Plan. And we're going to go through that. We're going to really talk about how we can especially us creative dreamers, and I'm one too, believe me, I truly am, how we can move from making those dreams a reality. Because at the end of the day, a dream is only a dream until you have a plan in place to make it happen, okay? So we're going to go through that. We're going to talk about how we can overview things, what some tangible steps are, and how I can support you in, in, in getting there and making sure that those dreams become a reality for 2023. But before we kick into that episode, and I'm excited for this one because it's a fun one where we get to talk about dreams, but we also get to talk about how we can make them come true, um, not just for us, but for our businesses, our students, our studios, our, our creative projects, and all that jazz. I want to reintroduce myself because some people may be new to listening to my podcast. You know, a lot of people take up New Year's resolutions in the new year and and some of you may have said, hey, I'm going to start listening to, you know, inspirational content or things that are going to help me grow and move forward in my life and business. And some people may have started listening to this podcast for the very first time. So if you're a first timer, welcome. If you're an old timer, thank you for being here yet again. But just a quick recap. Look, my name is Josephine Lankuba. I'm a performing arts business coach, talent manager, speaker, and mentor. I've had my own performing arts studio for the last decade almost. I think it's been now over eight years since I've had my own performing arts studio. Prior to that, I was working, I mean, I started my career as an artist, actually. So I was a singer, choreographer. I did full-time, you know, dance college 
Uh, I've, I've done it all. Uh, I worked here and overseas as a talent manager. I've worked in the promotional talent space, in the talent space of representing artists in television, film, theatre and commercial. I do that now in-house. So I have my own in-house talent management service, which is Josephine Lane Cuba Management. And I do that through my studio. I have four club sites. We call them club sites um, across Sydney. I had eight that I downsized last year. That was a tactic. It was intentional. I wanted to only focus on my high profitable spaces and give space to other projects, including my business coaching, which is what I love to do. Um, and also my online courses. So my talent manager bootcamp course and my talent squad, mem- my talent squad members. I love to give time to them as well. So that was an intentional move. Okay. So that's a little bit about me. I am an expert in how to run an in-house talent management service within your performing arts studio, but I'm also a specialist in how to grow your studio. And I offer one-on-one coaching and other services as well in general for studio owners and other performing arts businesses. So you're going to get to know me. Uh, I had what I call my burnout phase at the end of 2022, so only a month ago. Uh, This is the first time that that had happened for a very, very long time. And I think it was an accumulation of the years that had passed. I am now feeling so much better. I made a plan to take no action and do nothing for the last three weeks. And it's been fabulous. I've done nothing. I've gone, I've watched Netflix. I've hung out with family, friends. I've gone to the beach. I've done everything that I needed to do to just chill out. So I am back. I'm energized and I'm ready for 2023. So again, thank you so much for being here. I do want to say as well, before we kick off, and this is the longest intro I've ever done in my life. (laughs) Seriously, this is the longest. I do want to say that the way I overcame my burnout phase was because I had good planning in place and I was able to step out of my business um, for a few weeks and I didn't have to worry about it. I had everything in place and we're going to talk about that as well in the episode. So that's it. I wanted to tell you about the topic. I wanted to say thank you for being here. Welcome to the newbies and reintroduce myself. Let's do it. Let's kick off with don't call it a dream, call it a plan. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative, or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line, to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. 
I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Now, before we kick into today's episode, which I'm so excited about, I want to share with you my 90-day studio planning workshop. Now, this is a live online event that is going to be happening on January 24th. It's 90 minutes with me, and I'm going to work through your 90-day studio plan. Now, you're not only going to receive 90 minutes of my time, but you're also going to receive the actual 90-day plan that I use in my business. Now, this session is specifically for performing arts studio owners, and I think this is going to really help you get clarity moving into 2023, set some real goals, and be able to actually achieve them. Now, I know that you probably already have some plans and strategies in place and you probably went through last year with, you know, goal setting and all of those things as well. And you may have had what you thought was a solid plan, but chances are that those goals and plans got pushed to the you know, the wayside. I bet you had great intentions. However, time got the better of you and that dedication you initially placed in goal setting somehow became rushed or maybe, you know, it got bypassed somehow and those work tasks became ongoing and your dreams became pushed aside and somehow your priorities got lost. And I totally get it. I totally, totally get it. It happens to the best of us. What I do know is that planning every 90 days like I do in my business helps me get ahead and I want that for you too. So I'm holding this session, like I said, online. It's only $47, which is such great value. You're going to be workshopping that 90-day plan, that template that I'm going to give you. You're going to workshop that with me live in a call and we're going to go through that. Now that's happening, like I said, on January 24th, 2023, but also it's being recorded. I encourage live attendance, but if you can't be there live, grab it anyway, get the template resource and get the replay of how we work through that template. So you really understand how you can apply that specifically to your studio business. Now, if you want to book in for that, I recommend jumping in now, head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash 90 day plan link in the show notes. Here we go in today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Look, like I said in the intro, I'm a dreamer. And you know what? Chances are, if you're listening to this (laughs) to this podcast, you're a creative and you may be a dreamer too. Um, Now, dreaming is totally okay. It's okay to dream. It's, It's a good thing. I mean, what do we have if we don't have our dreams, our aspirations, our our goals in life? That's what we aspire to. They don't have to be as big as the person next to you or as small as the person next to you. They're yours and yours alone. And that's that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of having those dreams. They can be unique. They can be generic. They can be anything you want them to be. But the key to dreaming is that they are truly uh, coming from an authentic place, that it's not a case of 
comparisonitis where you're comparing yourself to others and you're just dreaming for the sake of having a competitive nature if the dream is truly yours because you want it for you your family your loved ones your community then then I say go for it now like I also said in the intro a dream is only a dream unless you've got a plan in place it's true We can have all the dreams we want, but unless we've got a strategy, here's the key, unless you have a strategy in place, you will not be able to achieve it. It'll just be that dream. It's like, for instance, at the moment, um, I want to go on a holiday to Japan with my family. Now, this is not business related, but the concept remains. I can keep talking about this Japan holiday. We're going to go to Japan. Yeah, we're going to go to Japan. How much does it cost? I don't know, but we're going to go to Japan. How much do you need to save? I don't know, but we're going to go to Japan. When is the best time of year to go? I don't know. I haven't done the research, but I'm going to go to Japan. So I need to research. I need to speak to maybe some travel agents, do a lot of Googling. I need to get some quotes, make sure that, you know, we pop it in the family budget. That's actually putting a strategy in place and a plan. It's the details. Okay, so then the next step is when am I going to do the research? When am I going to put a budget together? When am I going to do X, Y, Z? You know, that's part of the planning process. And then it's easy because then you can go, okay, cool. So I'm going to have researched going to Japan in February. So by the end of February, I'm going to know when is the best time to go. Great. Next step, I'm going to find out how much it costs. Okay, excellent. Then I'm going to go and do X, Y, Z. I feel like the problem with having being a creative really is sometimes we dream in masses and we don't actually have any steps in place to get there. We'll do, you know, we'll manifest, we'll do all of these other things. You'll have a vision board, right? If you believe it, you can achieve it. Sure. Vision is important and it can help and motivate you, but motivation is not enough. Motivation is BS actually sometimes, and sometimes we need to actually do something about it. So I hope today's, so that's enough about that, but I hope today helps you do something about it. So I'm going to give you some tangible stuff, guys. This is real tangible stuff, okay? Now, like I said, I hit burnout recently. Um, it was not great. I just felt really exhausted. I got very sick. I felt like I'd hit a brick wall and I wanted to curl up in a ball and not speak to anyone and basically retreat from the world, which is very unlike me. I'm an extrovert. I love hanging out with people. I love talking. I love socializing. I love being out and about, but I hit a brick wall and it was inevitable because I'd be basically, I'd been on high alert since 2020, since the pandemic first happened, I felt like I'd been on high alert in my business for three years and I hadn't taken a moment to step back and just take a breather. I'd been on holidays. I'd taken breaks. I'd done all the things, but I didn't actually stop and, and be kind to myself. Essentially. I needed to say, it's okay. It's okay. You've done your best. Everything's going to be okay. And I needed to step out and really have some reflection time. And that's what I've done for the last few weeks. And it's been beautiful. You know, I've really enjoyed that. 
Now, the reason I was able to step out of my business for the few weeks and I, and I mentioned that I was going to talk a little bit more closely about that is because I had a plan in place. For example, uh, all my marketing was already pre-scheduled for my studio business and it was running, the ads were running, and that was being sorted by my digital marketer. Now, you may not have a digital marketer, but maybe you had some marketing in place. You may have scheduled some, you know, it could be as simple as scheduling emails in a sequence over the holidays to encourage enrollments to your database, right? That doesn't cost anything. You've already got the database. You can schedule emails. So that sort of thing is something that is an idea and that's something that was in the plan as well. Um, Other things were I had already pre-booked. I'd already done my 90-day plan. I'd already pre-booked my staff in for training days. All communication was already sent to students about their return dates. All of that was planned and delivered. So we know what our schedule looks like. The 2023 schedule is done. We've got a draft for the year. That's done. Yes, it's going to tweak and change and evolve, but it's the the skeleton and the bones, I suppose, are there. And I knew that. So I knew I could step away knowing that I was coming back to a schedule and a plan. My staff had all been notified of all the dates that they needed to be available. And my administration assistant was starting a few days earlier than I was to make sure that the emails were all cleaned up before I returned and that clients were looked after. You know, just simple things like that. Okay, you may not have an admin assistant. That's okay. The point is I had things in place that made me comfortable enough to step away. I knew that the wheels were spinning. You know, I had my I'm on holidays email response on um, so that people didn't expect a reply from me from a certain period of time. They knew that I wasn't going to be able to attend to that email. So that's okay too, by the way but I had a plan in place to make sure that happened. I had a checklist. I knew that those were the things I needed to do to finish off my year. And that gave me such peace of mind knowing that I have a plan in place and I know where I'm going for the next 90 days and I have the bones laid out for my annual plan. Okay. So That's something that really gave me space. And I want that for you too. I want you to be able to feel like you can step out of your business for a few weeks and know that everything's going to be okay because the plan is in motion. Things are delegated, scheduled or paused when you need them to be. Now, so, okay. So that's all great, Joe, right? (laughs) That's great. Awesome. You've got a plan. That sounds super overwhelming. Now, if you think that sounds overwhelming, then this is actually where you need to be. Because if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, just at the prospect of creating a plan, I get it. Believe me, I don't love sitting there scheduling till the you know cows come home. I keep using that saying today, by the way, until the cows come home. I don't love it, but I know how important it is. And so I feel a sense of relief and comfort once it's done. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, then that is why you need to do this and you need to stay here into this episode to unravel the overwhelm so that you too can step into clarity, right? I want that for you, all right? 
You want to build your creative business and your studio the way you want in 2023 and beyond. All right. So let's do this. I'm going to show you how I goal set effectively um, and, you know, how we can make this realistic and, and give you the tools as well. Okay, here we go. Let me check my notes. Okay, so the first thing, there are two plans that need to happen in order for you to get some clarity, some processes and some goals, hitting goals for 2023. So number one is you need to have an annual outline. So this is your annual plan of what is going to actually happen each month. So this is not breaking it down. This is not a to-do list, guys. I want to be really clear. When you do these annual plans or quarterly plans, they are not to-do lists. This is goal setting and major tasks that you want to achieve. That's it. Okay. So what I like to do is I just pop it in a table and I go, right, what are the each month? What's happening? Okay, so January, we might say, okay, I'm holding a school holiday boot camp and I'm going to launch this product or service. February, March, April, May, whatever. In December, we're going to have our Christmas concert or November, we're going to have our dance concert. In July, I'm going to run a charity event, whatever. Outline your major events. It could be that you have a studio that does competitions. Do you know when they are? Are you guys performing in the Royal Easter show or wherever you are in the world? Do you have some sort of parade or festival that you guys normally attend? So even if it's not booked yet, you know that in winter, you always do Winterfest. And I'm making this up, of course, but you get my point. So you'll go, right, typically in May, we will perform at this event. Okay. In December, we know we're going to have our concert. Even if this, the date's not locked in, you can say, right, we aim to have our show on this date or in this time frame, this month. So just outlining the key events and the key projects uh, for your annual plan, okay? Then you want to say, right, what do you, what's, what's the goal here? So, okay, if you need to have, uh, let's say you're performing at a festival in winter, whatever month that may be for you, then you know that you're going to have to recruit the talent for that particular event and you're going to have to start rehearsals. So you might say, right, if I know I'm going to perform in June for this event, then we need to start the rehearsals two months prior. So in April, we're going to start rehearsals for this June festival. See how it works? So get the major key points out. You are not running a task list. You're not saying call the people, email the people, do the thing, do flyers, contact staff, book the team. None of that. This is just an outline so that you can literally look on a one pager or a whiteboard or whatever, however you like to do it on a one page, you can go, what am I doing this year? Okay. Some of them will be set in stone. Others will be pending because you might have to book a space or confirm numbers or whatever, but just outline the whole lot. So at least you have an overview. Okay. Then once you have an overview, you can start breaking it down. And this is where your 90 day plan 
is so important. I do a 90 day plan for all of my businesses. (laughs) So I have one for my studio business. And these are one pages, by the way. I have one for my studio business, one for my coaching business, my business coaching business, where I teach other business owners and studio owners. Um, you know, I support them and mentor them through their, you know, through their challenges and their, their, you know, their triumphs and how to grow. So there's that. And then I have my 90 day plan for my talent management company as well. Sometimes if there's not much happening, I might combine my coaching and talent management, but I'm starting to separate those now because I do see them very much now as separate entities. Okay, so I do three of these and honestly, it will take me about an hour or two per 90-day plan. It's not a big thing. Once you have a skeleton outline of what's happening in the year, it's easier to break it down into 90 days. So guys, as you know, I am running a 90-day planning session and I I can help you through this. I'm going to give you a general gist of what, what to expect, what, what you can start doing. Even if you don't attend that, that's fine. Um, this, this podcast will hopefully help you, help you do, you know, do as best you can. Um, but obviously you will get a more thorough process, uh, if you attend my 90-day studio planning workshop. So, you know, that's all cool. All right. So let's look at it. Now, the first thing you need to do in your quarterly plan, and when I talk about quarterly, I'm talking about January to March, and then obviously April to June, July to September, and October to December. So here we are in January. So I will say this is my January to March. So from January 1st to, I don't know, how many days are in March, whatever, end of March. Do you know the rhyme for that? Actually, I do 30 days in September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31. So there you go. March has 31 days, except for February, which has 28 days and 29 days in a leap year. (laughs) That's my rhyme. Some people use fingers. I know my daughter uses these fingers. Apparently, if you go in the the crevice of your finger, it's a whatever. I don't know. But that's how I do it. So (laughs) I digress. Um, So the key thing is that your plan to succeed must include your top three goals. So what are your top three goals for this quarter? Now, these are the big things. These are not make sure I, I don't know, clean my office. No, the big, unless that's really like organize your filing cabinet or whatever. I mean, that could be a big plan. But really, these are the movers and shakers of your business. For example, one thing that is often on my studio quarterly plan is how many students I want to reach. So how many students do we want to have in our studio by the end of the quarter? Okay. Um, It could be that you want to launch a um, a new product or service. So you might be launching merchandise for your business or a new program. It could be anything really. I mean, it could be redesign your studio to allow for a foyer. I'm making it up. Um, Introduce uniforms. It could be anything. It could be something different. It could be a marketing campaign. Um, It could be really anything that is going to move the needle in your business. So I have goals one, two, and three. I try not to flood the goals. So 
I don't put too many. I only put the majors because if I put too many, again, you hit the overwhelm and sometimes that can actually demotivate you when you don't hit the mark, okay? So we want you to hit the mark. We want you to be able to actually hit these goals. So it's all right to challenge yourself and go for it, but it's nice to also have um have that experience of kicking goals like you want to be able to do something and feel proud about it yeah so absolutely and there's a different way to set goals too you can have a top a middle and a bottom so you can have your bare minimum goal of I must have this many students you can have your middle goal of it would be nice to get this but my ultimate goal is to get this so you might say bare minimum I must have 100 students this quarter, 100 students in my studio. It would be nice to have 150. My ultimate goal is to reach 200. It could be how many new students you want to enroll and not look at the total number of you know students or members that you have, whatever. So that's just an idea. It could be a monetary goal. It could be I want to start paying myself a wage this quarter. I'm going to pay myself 20% of all revenue after tax or after GST. It could be I am going to hit my revenue goal of $200,000 this quarter, whatever. I'm going to increase my wage. Obviously, this has to make sense and there's tasks underneath it that have to happen for these goals to become reality. But these are your goals, your dreams that you want to make um, you want to make happen. So after that, you need to start thinking about how are you going to do it, right? So then marketing is a big thing. You need to come up with your marketing strategy. And again, I will go through this in my 90-day marketing plan. I'm just giving you a taster here. Um, You know, I'll tell you exactly how to break that down. But marketing is a big one. Um, How are you going to retain the students that you already have potentially or the clients depending on your model? And how are you going to give them value? So those sorts of things are really important. You need to also cover team and people. So what are the actions that you need to take or the the plans that you need to put in place for your team? It could be I'm going to implement a training day for staff. That could be a goal. Another goal um, or a a part of your plan rather so that could be part of your plan this quarter where it could be I'm going to schedule a training day and communicate that to my team. It could be that I'm going to employ an administrative assistant, someone to help me with the admin and the days today running of the business. I'm going to employ somebody. It might be I need to employ a teacher. So it can be anything. It can be from training to employing people to delegating tasks to creating systems. So I no longer want to respond to emails for new inquiries. I'm now going to delegate this task to that person in my team. I'm going to create a process and a system, a step-by-step process that is easy to read, easy to transfer, and I'm going to train that to them so that I can palm that task off my list. It can be anything, right? So we're talking about your top three goals for the quarter. Then we're talking about 
further down the list, we're now talking about what are the marketing tactics that you're going to put in place? How are we going to retain our clients? What value can we give them? What are we going to do with our, our, our team? So how are we going to manage and develop our team? What, what is the plan there? What are the, the key points there that we want to achieve? Are we going to introduce any new programs, products or services? So you need to decide what that looks like. And like I said, it could be as simple as merchandise. It could be anything. It could be a new class. I'm introducing TAP, whatever. So you want to break that down and you want to go, right, what what am I going to do? And then you want to make sure that you're doing that in a sequence. So you want to make sure that those things, that those products and services or, or either or, when are you going to release them? Which month are you going to release them? Okay. And then you're going to look at your money. So these are different category points, right? We've got the goal setting for each month. You've got your marketing, your attention, your value. Then we're talking about the people in your team, how you're going to plan for them, what they need, what resources do they need to thrive. Then you're going to look at each month, what programs, products, or services you're going to offer. It may be that nothing changes this quarter. That's the other thing. So sometimes you might go, well, actually, I'm not going to introduce anything new because we just introduced all of this stuff last year. Maybe you're looking, maybe it doesn't have to be that you're going to implement. It could be also the research phase. So you might say, right, I'm going to research this. Um, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see what I need to do to offer that. Okay. Cause that could be part of the plan too. It doesn't always have to be implementation. The implementation could be the research. Okay. Then you're going to look at your finances. Okay. What do you need to generate in relation to income and profit? What do you need to spend? Now, I break this down very specifically again in my workshop, guys. So if this is confusing you or you're feeling overwhelmed, please make sure you join me and I can actually give you this template as a resource um, with that as well. So I want, I, want that, uh, um, I want that to be known so that you're not feeling left hanging. And the, again, that link is in the show notes and you, and you can find that as well if you want to read more about it and, and register for that and where you can get that template resource, my, my actual 90 day plan and where you can get, um, the help you need to actually work through it and, and get the feedback as well. Um, just head to josephalancuba.com forward slash 90 day plan. Okay. So heading back to my plan, we're now talking about money. So again, what, what income you want to generate your goals in relation to that, what expenses you need to, to, to use and distribute to make it a reality. So do you need to spend money to make money? You know, if you want to, it could be that we need to set aside $2,000 in our marketing budget this quarter for Facebook advertising because next quarter we're releasing a new class. I don't know. I'm making it up, but you get my point. And then finally is that taking action point. So this is where you're like, right, what are the key things I need to do to take action? It might be you want to start a campaign for your preschoolers 
that might be the big goal. So the big goal could be I'm going to start a campaign to promote my preschoolers. So you might go, okay, cool. What's my marketing strategy? Okay, I'm going to um, put flyers into preschools and I'm going to run a Facebook ad. Okay. Then you might say, okay, cool. Let's look at the team. What do they need to do to make that happen? We need to design the flyer and I'm going to train my team member on how to approach preschools to get the flyers in there and create and that, okay, so that might be it. I'm going to train my, my admin assistant on how to approach preschools and get those flyers in the new, in their newsletter or in their, their, their bags at school or whatever, in their little pigeonholes that they have at schools, at preschools, right? How much do I need to spend on that? I'm going to need to set aside $500 for printing flyers. I'm just making this up and a thousand dollars for a Facebook ad campaign. Maybe you're not hiring someone to do the Facebook ad campaign. So maybe under people and team, you need to write, hire a digital marketer, right? Do you get where this is going? Then under the last part, which is where we take action, it could be what systems do I need to have in place? Well, I'm going to create template emails for the mail out to preschools so that when my when I train my staff member on how to um, contact the preschools, I have my template emails available to them and saved in my, well, for us, it's in our Google Drive under preschool marketing template emails. And they know that's where they can find the resource and they can tweak it. You do that. You talk about that in the training. Yes, you can tweak it. You can make adjustments and personalize it, but here's a template to work from. Do you see how there's a, 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 a chain of events there? See how I've talked about these various categories, but there's a chain of events, right? Now, visually, that could look a little bit messy in your mind. Once you have my physical template resource, the actual tangible document that I'm going to give you when you opt into my 90-day planning workshop, when you have that, it's so clear. It's easy. It's one page, right? I'm going to be giving my annual outline and my quarterly plan. So these are two separate documents and I'm going to give those to people that opt in to my 90-day planning workshop. But if for any reason you don't opt in, I hope you do. But if you don't, then hopefully that gives you a general idea so that you can start to map this. Sometimes we need support to do it. It makes life easier, right? Um, So yeah, I'm hoping that, that I can be that support person for you because honestly, I know for myself, I do 90 day plans. I actually have a mentor as well. So I have a I'm in a mastermind. I have a mentor, um, you know, and they're a different type of mentor. That's for my online business mentoring, but we still do 90-day plan workshops. 
and I actually attend them live and in person. You don't have to. You can do them online with this particular mentor that I have. Um, but I go and I attend it live because I absolutely love it. I love the vibe. I love spending a whole day just planning. Um, but the way I've designed mine is not the big booklet where you do the whole day event. Mine is quick and easy, one pages, because it's it should be easy, right? Like, I love it, but not everyone's like me. Not everyone, a lot of people are time poor. A lot of people don't want to do this, but they need to do this. Like I said, when I hit burnout the begin that end of last year or mid-December or whatever it was, it really started happening from November, to be honest, but I I kind of really hit a wall by mid-December. I was done. <laughs> um I I thank, you know, I was so thankful that I had this plan in place because it made having rest easier. Like it was just so much, so much more peaceful knowing that my ducks were pretty much lined up and I didn't have to worry that I was coming back to a massive mess or uncertainty or whatever. There was some, there was a skeleton, you know, I kind of knew what I wanted to do and it was all outlined for me. So like I said, a dream is only a dream until you have a plan of action in place. So you need to stop dreaming it and start planning it. Okay. So that's why I want to reframe it. Yes, you can be a dreamer. I call myself a dreamer. Like I said, I love it. Right. But what if we didn't call it a dream? So when someone says, Oh, what's your dream for your business? Well, actually, I'm not calling it a dream. I'm calling it a plan because I've got a plan in place where I'm going to reach my full potential. I'm going to reach my goals and I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit the markers. You know, I'm going to actually get to the the place where that dream is a reality. And so this is my plan. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for today. Don't call it a dream, call it a plan. And, um, Yeah, just take those steps to map out what you want for the next quarter. Like I said, do not map it out to that detail like I talked about in the 90-day plan. Don't map it out to that detail for the year. Sometimes I feel like that that is too much. Some people love it, right? They'll sit there and they'll like figure it all out, but then they don't do anything with it. You can plan and plan and plan and plan, but the the key to it all is taking action. And that's why I do it in bite sizes. I have an annual outline. I know where I want to go. I know what my vision is for the year. It can change. It can evolve. But I'm going to take it one quarter at a time. I'm going to take it three months at a time. And I'm only going to have three core goals each quarter. I can have other mini goals, I can do other things, but the guts of it is in those three core goals because then I know I can break it down and I can achieve them. I haven't overdone it. Remember, this is not a to-do list, guys. Do not write lists upon lists upon lists of all the things you're going to do every month and call that a goal because you will feel overwhelmed. You won't hit it. You won't do it. It's too much. It's too much. Be kind to yourself. Make it easier. 
I always like to say when things get hard, yes, I can do hard things. But what if it was easier? Ask yourself that question. Thank you for listening. Do you have big dreams for your studio business in 2023? Imagine what your studio would look like if you had a plan achieving everything you strive for every 90 days. I would like to introduce you to my 90-day studio planning workshop happening this January. Now, this is an event not to be missed. If you have a big picture for your studio and you want to create a profitable and sustainable studio business, then committing to writing a plan is the first critical step in moving forward towards your dream studio and desired business environment. The 90-day plan is the key ingredient to achieving your goals and I can show you exactly how I do it all on one page. Yes, this is not an essay, but rather a tangible resource you can use over and over again in your studio every quarter. So in my 90-day planning session, you will get 90 minutes of my time so that we can work live through the 90-day plan. You will also receive a 90-day studio plan template sent to you prior to our live workshop. You'll receive a recording of the workshop to play back anytime. And at the end of the workshop, I will be available for a live Q&A session where you can ask me any questions related specifically to your studio business and plan. So if you don't believe me, here's what people are saying. Jess Inns, who is a studio owner, says, Josephine's knowledge and honest approach has given me the confidence to push my business forward. The accountability and support provided has been amazing. I highly recommend Josephine to studio owners who want to increase retention, build industry connections and grow their business. So that's coming from someone else. That was written by Jess, who is a beautiful studio owner that I've worked with. And there are plenty more that I've worked with that have had some great results. So book now, uh, I would urge you to jump on the link and and grab a seat online with me at my planning day. Um, It's happening January 24th, but again, it's being recorded. So if for any reason you can't attend live, which I encourage, then that's okay. You can watch the playback and also get the template resource. So it's a win-win. Book now by heading to josephinelancuba.com forward slash 90 day plan. The link is also in the show notes. Hope to see you there.